FM. What's it like to be polyamorous? What's it like to climb Mount Everest? What's it like to be TikTok famous? What's it like to be a flat earther? What's it like to escape prison? What's it like to be lost at sea? What's it like to be an escort? What's it like to be an amputee? What's it like? This week we are asking the question, what's it like to be an animal psychic? And we are speaking to medium healer and animal communicator, Amanda DeWarren. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on your wonderful radio morning show. Well, thank you, Amanda. And I do love Adelaide. I've got some very close friends there, and I'm hoping to uh, get to see Adelaide once again very soon down the track. Amanda, for people who don't quite understand what animal communicator, medium and healer means, what is it that you do? Do you communicate with or how do you communicate with animals? It's not a simple process and not everybody has this type of gift. Everybody can communicate with their animals, but the way I do it is, is uh, I wouldn't say it's complex, but it's not an easy thing. It's like if, you, if I'm trying to describe my house to you, if I show you a photo, then it's easy for you to understand. If I sit there and go, oh, it's low set, four bedroom, you know, two bathrooms, it'll be completely different. So the information I receive from directly from the animals is in picture form. So it's sort of like it's um, it's deciphered from um, the guides around me as to what the, the animal is saying. So say, for instance, I did a communication this morning with a dog and uh, she told me she was 15, so I got the scale of up to 15 years of age and she'd been with the family since she was a puppy and uh, she has now got uh, renal failure. So I went to the renal area and I just felt completely shut down and the lady said yep you're absolutely correct so I'm getting information um, from from the animal themselves about behavior and when they're ready to pass and you know it's not about me it's about the animals and and also missing pets obviously from the big thing that's going on with Paris Hilton (gasps) at the moment but as I said it's all about the animals not about me. All right, so let's cut straight to that Paris Hilton case because everyone's invested in that. She's lost her chihuahua and you're helping track her down. Yeah, um, I was on a, uh, no offence, I was on another radio station and I knew absolutely nothing about it. So they rang me, uh, I did a, a bit of an interview with them that morning and apparently she had heard what I had said and she said, well, everything that you said was absolutely correct. And then she hunted me down and she actually rang me. Oh, wow. And uh, we uh, had a conversation um, mainly about her animal and animals and and the two that she's got living. And I brought through a couple of things about them and she laughed and said, that's so true. So in in hindsight... Paris is an absolutely beautiful person. I mean, on the outside, you know, she's got the, this persona. But while speaking to her, you could hear the, the depth of her compassion with all animals, not just hers, you know, the ones that are missing. But she's very in-depth about animals uh, overall and, and wanted to know what she could do to help me uh, next year because I'm actually um, just basically concentrating on animals next year and I hope to do a lot of travel to communicate with the uh, orangutans in Borneo and, and communicate with the hunted, you know, animals that have been hunted and, and see if I can educate the world uh, about animals. And, and uh, you know, they're not just these very little creatures that sit, in our, sit on our laps and so forth. So I've actually written a book 
um, if you don't mind me saying it. And a lot of the proceeds go to a charity. I, I do a lot of charity work. It's called Animal Whispers and it's called In Their Own Words. And uh, you can get that from my website, uh, The Animal Whispers, www.theanimalwhispers.com. A lot of that is all about the animals in their own words, how they spoke to me. It took me three years to write it, but it's from all different animals across the world. But, um, you know, getting back to, to Paris, I treated her like any other person that's got a sick pet or a missing pet. She didn't get any special treatment because I communicate with a lot of uh, celebrities. I gave her a lot of the information and what she does want people to know is that um, she, obviously, she's desperate to get her pet back, but the person that I feel has the pet knows who uh, Diamond Baby is, and they're a little bit afraid to let go of her. It's like, oh my gosh, am I going to get into trouble? But the big thing that Paris said to me is that there are no questions asked. Is if Diamond Baby, or when Diamond Baby, hopefully, is, is um, handed back, you know, even even if it's at a shelter or it's a um, a, a vets or so forth, that no questions will be asked of this person because it, she just wants her baby back. That's that's what it's about. And and I feel for her. I can I can understand you know where that that passion is for for her missing very special um, fur baby. Tell us your most amazing story about someone you've reconnected with their pet or that you've connected from the afterlife. Oh, my gosh. Um, there's so many of them. Um, uh, I do so many readings, uh, communicate with animals uh, a day. But one of them, uh, I remember, it um, was a few months ago, an elderly man, a lovely elderly man. He's about 92, 93. And uh, he, I do a lot of my readings over the phone, so I don't know where these people are. And apparently he was from, I think it was from Ireland or something like that. And his daughter had uh, organized a reading. And I said to him, there's two ladies coming through. And I felt very strongly the word lady. I said, one of the ladies, I said, the human lady is holding a German shepherd. And I said, and I don't think she met this German shepherd, I think, but this German shepherd is, is I'm seeing you as a boy and he just absolutely lost it. He said, that was my German shepherd. The lady is my wife. I used to call her beautiful lady. And the dog's name was Lady. He said, I got her when I was five years of age. She passed when I was 17. He said it was 75 years ago. Oh, wow. So I've got a million stories that I could sit here and, and tell you about. And, uh, you know, and I, and I have tens of thousands of followers that will, and, and the media as well, media are very good with me as well yeah. because they know I'm legit and, and I'm not here about because of me, you know, it's all it's about the animals. the animals, so yes. Um, one of the members of our team, Amanda, has uh, recently lost um, a, a dear a dog. dog. Yeah. Is there I anything? I picked up that, yeah. The, you know, I, I felt, is there two dogs around? Um, uh, is that you, Beck? Yeah, it was me, yeah. Yeah, because the dog is relating to you and saying, I was your dog. Yeah. And was that a female? Uh, no, he was a boy. Boy. The, was there a female before her? I'm feeling two dogs coming through. Uh, James had a dog. Yeah, no, no, I didn't have it. No, I didn't have. Sorry, one who had who had a dog? Yeah, Beck's partner James. Oh, maybe it was my what husband's was that dog. dog? Called? Your dog, your husband. This dog is connecting to you. Was that a, a female dog that he had for some time? Oh, I'm not sure. 
That's uh, right. But he did have a, a dog that has passed over, hasn't he? Yes. Yes, and he was very close to this dog. Yes. And he had it most of its life. It was called he? Woofer. Woofer. Yeah, Woofer. And I used yeah. to laugh at the name, yeah. which is very That's unkind. okay because the Woofer is actually was a very intelligent dog, but this was quite some time ago, was it? Yes, that was his childhood that dog. That was his childhood dog because your dog coming through is bringing through another dog oh. that was around. Uh, often animals can see other animals that have passed over. And she said, in my household, there was another dog that had gone a long, long time ago, different breed, different personality. And she said, and it kept following my daddy around. Ah, so that oh would have God. been Woofa that was coming through. Sorry, what was your dog's name? Was it like Ellie uh, or Lily H- or something? Hen- Henley. Henley. I knew it had an, an L in it. I said Lily or something. Yeah. I knew it L-Y. So Henley's coming through. Did you have him from a puppy? Yeah. Because yeah. he said, oh, my. I don't feel he was actually that old when he passed. What was he, about 10 or 11? He was about eight. Eight, because I'm only feeling a young energy. I'm not seeing a 14, 15-year-old. He said that... Uh, you, he was only a relatively middle-aged type of dog. Yeah. So, but he, he, he's smiling at you. Oh yeah, he used to always smile. He's smiling, and he <sighs> said, "Let's sit down and have a chat." Oh. He said because he's he's very. Did you have to make this decision to assist him over the Rainbow Bridge? Did you? Because I feel it was really quite. Quick. Well, he was hit by a car. Ah, I'm yeah. seeing, feeling quick. Quick, yeah, it gone. Was very quick. I wasn't feeling any um, uh, medical interaction beforehand. Yeah. He said it was sudden, it was quick. Yeah. Uh, he said, and, and he passed basically at the scene, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah he because did. he said, um, uh, I knew it was quick. I felt mm, gone. Oh, okay. Well, at least he, he didn't, didn't have suffer. any pain. Yeah. He did not suffer. And I felt like he wasn't where he normally is, Where wherever he was hit. Yeah. I kind of feel like it was it like uh, after a walk or something. I feel like he doesn't normally go to that area. Yeah. Yeah. It was just before a walk. Yeah. He got just out. before yeah. a walk. He said, we were getting ready for a walk because I'm seeing the lead and the collar. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, I'm sorry, mum, oh. for what I did. Oh, yeah, he ran away. I'm, I'm sorry. Is there another dog there? Uh, no, the, my children want another dog. We're not ready yet. <laughs> He's, you know what? They're never angry at us if we get another dog. He's saying, if you want to get another dog, I'll help you get a rescue. Uh, oh, he was a rescue. Ah, because he's talking about the rescue. Rescues are the best, aren't they, Mum? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'll tell the kids that. They'll be very happy with that. Um, he will help choose. They're still a big part of our lives and they go on loving us. He didn't suffer and he's sorry for, he said, I was really looking forward to that walk too. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you, I mean, Amanda. You're very welcome. He's licking your face and smiling mm-hmm. at you, and he's really quite chatty, and he's with the other dog, which was your husband's, which yeah. was Wolfar. Okay. I'll let my husband know that. He'll be happy about that. Thank you, Amanda. That's, um, yeah, that's brought me some comfort. I appreciate it. I'm very happy to be able to help you. It's all about, you know, we go through our grief and, and our loss, and, and uh, you know, even though he was only seven or eight, you gave him a great life, and thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Well, Amanda, thank you so much. What's it like to be an animal psychic? Some really fascinating insights wow, there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, let us know how you go with Paris. Please. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Back, Cosy and Lima. SAFM.